And guess what? Here we are, 18 months later, uh, took on my business from 300k a year to 3 million a year. Hi, Joseph Valente here from the Trade Mastermind, and today I am on site with Chris Sadler at his new offices. Chris has got a solar business and he's been able to transform from a domestic electrical company into an incredibly fast growing solar business um, while working with the Trade Mastermind. So Chris, so good to see you my man. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming down. I'm so it's, proud of you. This is absolutely amazing. You've smashed it. It looks incredible. Thank you. Yep, yep. No, none of this, none of this was even a, a thought of mine. I mean, I suppose I, I, I was in the business for 12 years as, as an electrician. And I always wanted to get to something like this, but I spent 10 years and never got anywhere. And it got to the point when I was thinking about, you know, going back into employment or just scrapping the whole idea. An email dropped in from a guy called Joseph Valente. Free webinar, yeah, no worries, I'll, I'll go and did that. And I was on that webinar, I was writing all the notes down, and, um, and then eventually it got to the point of saying, come and join my course. So it took me, took me a bit of, a few weeks of deciding, to and throwing, shall I do it, shan't I do it? Anyway, I did it and guess what? Here we are 18 months later, uh, took my business from 300K a year to 3 million a year. You know, I've done all the hard work, but literally it wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't have uh, been introduced to Trade Mastermind. Smashed it, my man. Thank well you very done. Much. Look at this, it's so impressive. So Kimball Solar is the business and you know, you've come from 300K in maintenance to now nearly 3 million in solar sales and you're growing and growing and growing every time I speak to you. Just to take it back to that first webinar, what made you watch it? And what were you looking for? Were you frustrated? Were you annoyed? Were you angry? Were you tired? I think it was the fact of like getting off the tools or actually mm -hmm. seeing a way that you could increase your business. Um, you know, the idea of how can you generate profit? It was a free webinar. It was, it, I knew it was gonna be about 90 minutes. It was one evening. So I thought I've got nothing to lose here. So I clicked onto it and, and yeah, I, I watched it. And I, was, I was writing Did you learn down. anything from the webinar? you mentioned on your webinar was about saying, are you going into a sales appointment with a brochure? Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I go and sit appointments and I don't leave them with anything. I just go and yep. take some photos and I walk away and I'll give them a quote a few weeks later. So I did actually start going and giving a leaflet out in the appointments. Um, but still, it was it was very, very early days mm -hmm. and we didn't actually have a business model in place at that point. So what made point. you go from webinar to then making the next step to come and work with us? What was the trigger uh -huh. point? Tony. Tony, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tony called me up and, uh, no, actually I think before that, I, there was a course and it was 500 pounds. And, and again, I thought, right, okay, I can, I can stomach 500 pounds and go and see what this is about. Yeah. So it was almost like a discovery day, yeah. uh, but I paid 500 pounds to go mm. to it. Once I booked that course, I then actually got a call from Tony and he was chatting to me for about 45 minutes saying, how's your business going? And he was giving me loads of tips, loads of advice. And, um, and I thought, this is brilliant. This company just ring you up and then they start to ask how your business is and they start to give you lots of great advice. Um, and then eventually I was like, are you just giving me this advice for free? Or they said, well, no, no, he said, yeah, I am. But he said also, we have got a, an electrical two day course I think you might be interested in. So then that's when I was then, um, you know, being brought on board mm. from, from the electrical course point of view. That was, uh, you know, getting onto that course. But, yeah. So we provided you with lots of upfront value and you thought, you know what, because they're putting so much in at the front end, it's now worth me working with them or committing to them financially yeah. to progress. I got to see, you yeah. know, it try the next step and every, right. every step it worked and then, and then I gave them the confidence to do the next step. So I think you said before, like you've got to be good at making quick decisions. And, mm. and it took me probably about three weeks to make that decision to spend £3,000 at the time yeah. on that course. Um, uh, whereas now I can make a £3,000 decision instantly. 
that's, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> so that's really important to note, as Chris has said, you know, he didn't just jump straight in. He came to one of our free discovery days. He watched one of our webinars. You know, we had plenty of calls with the business development manager before he decided to commit to the next level. And that's what our business is all about, is providing loads of upfront value, educating you as the um, business owner to understand why you need training. Most tradespeople get technical training all of the time, but what they don't do is get business training. But they love training, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now you love training. <laughs> yeah. And now you're a I trade coach and you're going to yeah. train people. <laughs> Originally, if my memory serves me correctly, you came in to do an EV model, didn't you? Because you saw the benefiting going after bigger ticket sales. The EV, you had a model there. It yeah. Was, so it's something you could you could repeat. First thing, actually, really, that I got from it was actually to build your business model and start tracking if you're making profit from mm. your jobs. Because we weren't really doing that. And then when I analysed it, I could see it. These we were taking on these massive jobs that were like, I think, I remember we got a rewire job, 40 grand, had all the smart home kit in it as well, Wi-Fi, networking, intelligent lighting, CCTV, 40 grand job, brilliant. Um, that, that job, I wish we never took it on. Like, I think we literally probably came away with about 5p. It, yeah. was, it was, we just shouldn't have done it. But it felt so good at the time. And it wasn't until I started tracking it that I saw how much of a drain it was. And then actually on the flip side of that, these smaller jobs were, were proving better. But then <clears throat> introduce EV charge points. So if you're an electrician and you're doing your maintenance work, when you suddenly introduce an EV charge point, when you can make like three or 400 pound profit off of it, and you're, you're doing the work yourself, so you still get paid and you get that mm -hmm. profit as well. You can't, there isn't anything out there in the, you know, as a small domestic electrician that you mm. can do. So that and was- And I think what you've said is absolutely bang on for most tradespeople in every sector, really. You know, they are taking big ticket jobs or they win contracts or, you know, whatever it may be. And they're going after that revenue number without tracking the profit, you know, because I'm a tradesman um, from previous and I used to be exactly the same. You know, I want a big 30, 40 grand job. And actually, like we were discussing on the boardroom table a moment ago, you know, those are the jobs that you don't end up making any money on. You think they're big because usually there's so many moving parts and you haven't got the systems or the procedures to track it. So you end up losing money rather than getting money. They just run on. <clears throat> they run yeah. on and on and you don't really know. There's so many other people that can mess it up for you. The plasterers yeah. can, the chippies can, the customer can. So then we um, we were going for Kimberly V, but then you clearly spotted that, you know, solar was the one to go for. We agreed it was bigger ticket. Bigger opportunity, same work, and that was when Kimball Solar was born, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did it at the same time. As soon as I, after the first training, I knew that we wanted to go into renewables. It never, I always just felt that I couldn't do solar because it's such a competitive market. Mm. There's these massive companies out there with these sales processes and all these procedures, and there's no way as a small company that we could compete with that. So yeah. why even bother? But then after the initial sales training that we had with you, I realized, no, we can do this, and we can mm. build this up and make it something. So. <clears throat> So straight away I started, I said, we'll do Kimball Home Charge as our EV charge points. And I, then I introduced Kimball Solar Brand at the same time. But I kind of had that like, that's on the back burner, but I will slowly do something with that. <clears throat> and it wasn't until a few months later that then I came and joined up the one-to-one -one session yeah. with you. And you said, have you thought about solar? And I said, right, funny you should mention that. Here's my logo. <laughs> I've already booked competitor analysis and, uh, and I'm booked onto the solar course next week. So I was like, yes, I have thought about it. So um, yeah, and, and but now it's the big one. Now, now we've you know, EV charge points, it's, if you're a one-man band, then they are absolutely brilliant for you. You can make a killing on them. If you want to be an organization doing EV charge points, then it's going to be a slightly different model. Mm. And we've sort of stepped, we've gone into solar, but once we've got this absolutely nailed, then we've, we've got a plan for how we can introduce EV and, and do that at scale. 
Absolutely, and you know, operating model that you said you identified, you know, when you realised that you know there is a model there that can be scaled, is really important for everybody watching this video to know. It's that you know, if you're doing lots of different jobs with lots of different margins, where you can't predict the leads and you can't predict the sales and you can't forecast the cash flow, then you're always going to run a very difficult, challenging business and. You know, the operating model that Chris now needs to run is a solar business. Why? Because as he stated, you know, there's only a certain amount of profit on an EV and you have to turn around lots of them to be able to pay for all of this stuff and this great warehouse and amazing teams and offices. He's got to look for bigger ticket, bigger margin. Same amount of effort to acquire the customer, but more profit on the job to chase. Mm. So, you're going to give us a tour then, Chris? Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, so, come show on. us the um, Casa, yeah, Casa, Casa de Sola. So, it's a bit of a hybrid working space. It's part warehouse and it's also part offices. Uh, so, I'll, uh, let me, this is the, well, this was my office, but uh, I've let my sister take over because she needs to call the leads and the first voice that everybody uh, hears when they, when they engage with Kimball Tech. So, Rebecca, what's it been like for you seeing the business transition over the last two years? I'm very excited. So the last couple of years, um, I joined Kimball Tech, I joined my brother uh, a couple of years back now and I actually started back out on the tools. So I was out on site, it was supposed to just be a little, um, I was chefing at the time yep. and that business was doing one thing. So I jumped in with my brother just to pick up some extra hours and just diversify a bit. And here we are two years later and we've gone from a team of a couple doing domestic um, electrical renovations to absolutely smashing it with solar and renewable energy which fits in with who we are as a, a family as well we're very earth conscious we're all plant-based eaters we rescue animals uh, we're very much that so doing solar definitely fits in with our ethics and our morals as well amazing that's really really nice to hear um i didn't know you're on the tools actually so yeah. you really are a jack of all <laughs> trades so, Fantastic. Um, so I qualified as an electrician, albeit sort of paper Oh, did you? oh nice, yeah, yeah. amazing. I mean, paper based. I went and did yeah. a couple of weeks training course, yeah. and smashed in like, yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> and that's how I met Mark, who's in our, uh, in our tech department. Brilliant. And yeah, just didn't really like it, to be honest. It was, uh, <laughs> I was out there for a few weeks. I was like, well, this isn't really for me after all. <laughs> and uh, slowly worked my way into the office. And now I've got this office. So yeah, I think I did pretty well. At, um, Amazing. my way in, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, really, really nice to hear your side of the story. Oh, cool. Do you want to see a bit more then? Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, lovely. Let's fantastic. Go. Excellent. Okay, this is uh, the, the warehouse slash planning office. So there's usually three of them in here busying away, but the, uh, the other two are out on a technical survey at the moment. So we've just got Mark slaving away at the laptop there. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Excellent. Fantastic. Nice to meet you. Andrew. Mark does, uh, you, you do all of our applications um, so with with doing solar there is a lot of admin involved in it there's a, so many applications we've got highs we've got mcs uh gno applications nic eic it goes on so um so mark handles all of that if we're doing four jobs a day i'm sorry four jobs a week we've got to do four lots of applications everything's got to be multiplied by four times um do you want to have a little look at our job board we're we we are transitioning to a new system soon a, a proper software-based one but we've taken our time because we want to get it right we want to make sure that we get the number one software system that's going to take care of it all but at the moment this is how we're tracking it so we've got our calendar and we're trying to book the jobs four day uh, four jobs in a week at the moment but then with all the jobs handling that many jobs means you've got your uh ones that 
perhaps need rework, ones that need to return to sale because the salesperson's um, not quite, they said we can do this, we've done technical survey and gone actually we, we can't quite deliver that, it's got to change. So jobs we've got to go back to customers on. Uh, ones that are ready for installation, so these ones are just ready, to, these are all on magnets so we can just go and slap it on. Uh, jobs that then got any issues with them and jobs where we're waiting on products that aren't actually available yet but we've, um, you know, suppliers have put a delay on. So basically the, for those of the, in the solar game, Libby is made by My Energy. Um, great system, it was meant to come out in February. We did a load of sales and ultimately they didn't come out till June so we've got a few of those orders on back order and it's slow to come through. Uh, but that's kind of how we're managing it at the moment. That's kind of like the jobs that aren't in installation at the moment and these are the jobs that are in installation. Fantastic, excellent, really nice, good stuff. What's um, really yeah. important in, you know, when you're building a business is to establish these systems, you know, and always be looking for the next version of, which is great that you've got a new system coming in because you've got to start somewhere. So you're never going to start, in, in a lot of cases, when you're building a new model, there's nothing better than going pen to whiteboard because it's clear, you can manipulate it how you want it to be, um, and you can kind of be able to move these things around rather than trying to build a system straight away and then, you know, having to change it all of the time because it's harder on a system than it is on a whiteboard. So great to see that you've got that. And again, just keep evolving, keep perfecting and keep improving and looking for those efficiencies within the model. And those problems, those bottlenecks, that's yeah. how the business progresses is by fixing the bottlenecks. So we want to be creating that problem-solving culture where everybody's looking for the solution. Yeah. Yep. And you're absolutely right. That um, yeah, that board there has definitely got the. You realise that there's a lot of. Um, it, it's not as straightforward as it should mm -hmm. be. So you do need to have good people in place to, yeah. to be able to handle those um, those issues. You know, it's not, they're not our issues. A lot of them mm -hmm. is product related. Mm. Sometimes it's client related. Sometimes mm. it's their roofs falling apart. It's you know things that yeah. are to do with us. But mm. um, ultimately, it stops getting paid, it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what we've got to fi fix. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. Where else are we going? So we've got a bit of, this is a bit of hidden storage. I was thinking of converting into an office space for the uh, for the smaller people. Well, I was but... expecting your bed to be under there. <laughs> it could be, yeah. He's um, obviously no. not working hard enough. <laughs> so we go have a sleep in there. No, it's our, um, our, we worked out we can get two sets of panels underneath there so we could take deliveries and effectively close the curtains on it. But... Yeah saved, gave us a bit more space then. That's why we've raised this up so then we could actually not not lose storage but still have a, a bit of a workable like mm. meeting table i like this anyway shake us to the boardroom come on up oh sorry for brand values on the wall there took inspiration from mike green who said uh he, he puts his brand values on his coffee cups yeah we had, we had a little think about our brand values um it's very easy to say well what do you stand for and everyone goes well you know quality you know we're nice people and and it takes a little bit of time to then really knuckle it down and say right can i can i sum my business up in five you know, f between three and six oh, wow. words. Mm. And uh, I actually had great help from Georgia on this one. And um, and yeah, we came up with these one, the, these words here. So excellence, because we're never content with average. That just reflects on our, um, you know, we don't do a, a half job. We always mm. want to do the best. So excellence, make sure the guys are, are um, working to the, the best of their ability. Mm. Um, positivity, enthusiasm and optimism breed success. So again, just really encouraging that, um, you know, let's stamp out any negativity. The moment I hear it, I say, I take my side and say, right, you know, let's, let's sort this out. Mm. Let's get everybody on a positive mindset. So Brilliant. I find positivity really does help everybody get on board, really cement the team together. Which brings me on to teamwork. Teamwork, one family working towards a shared vision. I mean, we are a family run business. We did at one point have um, a father and son working in the organization as well. So we are, we are, um, you know, we are about the team and we are about family. 
innovation driven by a desire for change. I mean, that's probably slightly off the back of myself for being quite a technical person who likes to find the solutions. Um, so, um, which I know you might say that's my detriment and say like, uh, keep it simple, but, but innovation, you know. We, no, I, lo I love innovation. We will take on the technical challenges, you know, we, we're not, we're not uh, afraid of a challenge. Mm. And then sustainability, which again, Rebecca mentioned earlier, you know, part of uh, who we are, we do, opt, uh, we have adopted a plant-based um, diet and we are very much, you know, looking after the planet and we've got kids, you know, we want to make sure that we leave the world a better place than, uh, than where we, when we took it on. So paving the way for tomorrow's world. Now, if you take the first letter and you, in a clockwise direction, it spells peace. So I say to the team, stay on peace, yeah? If you go off peace, then you're not following the brand values. Boom. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Good stuff. Amazing, buddy. Great values. Thank Excellent. You. So this is the boardroom. We just laid out some pastries and some juices and fine coffees for Mr. Valente. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's really nice to say to customers, come in, you know, the kettle's always on. Yeah. And we can sit here and we can have a nice meeting with them, put them on a nice a lunch if we need to. And then there's two extra desks there, which we, um, to be honest, I actually end up working from that one now. Um, it's like I've been up in the crow's nest, I can then see, yeah. see what's going on. Um, Quite, it's got a nice little feel to it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So now that you've got so many people in the business, how big's the team? There's 18, sorry, 17 plus a freelancer. Free, our, our IT manager is basically freelance. One of the biggest fears that many business owners have is hiring people. Yeah, so going from the team that you've had to the team that you've got, how have you found that transition and I think you know, the, what's your approach to bringing in people to the business? Yeah, the, the first thing was after doing the business model and you can see that if you achieve this, this amount of uh, revenue and you keep your team at this sort of level, then you know that you've got um, an amount of net profit left over at the end mm. of each month. So that net profit is there. If you want to, you can say, well, if I hire somebody, then that means I can get that task dealt yeah. with. So um, in terms of growing, I, I then it, it took the fear away of hiring people because mm. I, could, I could hire them. And if we, as long as we delivered what we could do, then there would be the money there to pay for their wages. So, yeah. um, so that's initially the decision-making. Um, but as you put before, <clears throat> building the business is like, uh, I'm literally gonna steal your phrase here, building the business is literally like slapping all the clay on. So you build it up uh, and, and then it gets to the point where you've made, mm -hmm. made this big clay mound and then you've got to start to sculpt it. Uh, so effectively that's what's happened. We've, we've bloated, we've got to that stage and now we've got to start looking at our processes and efficiency mm -hmm. and, then, and then see how we can really refine this thing. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I, wanna, I want to keep growing. I don't want to, you know, mm -hmm. the, the plan isn't to stop here, but yeah. uh, the plan is to get to this level and then optimize and make sure that we're yeah. super efficient and then mm. go again. Mm. And again, to, go back, to go back to the phrase of, you know, how you kind of turn in a lump of clay into a beautiful vase, you know, we've put in the clay on first, then we're shaping it up. But if we know that we need to add a bit more to make the handles or we thinned it out a bit too much at the top, we've got to then bring in more clay to do it. And then we keep building and keep building and keep building. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's the excitement of this model specifically, because the solar industry is a very exciting industry because the there's, there's a big enough order value to chase to make it yeah. worth it. No one goes and chases a hundred pound job to do what Chris is doing. To have all of this to chase a hundred pound jobs or a couple of hundred pound jobs is pointless. The only way you can make this financially viable to grow is a um, big ticket, big margin opportunity. 
And that's what the renewable sector does offer. And I think people try and scale businesses, their operating model simply just doesn't match their ambition. And they can have a level 10 skill set in a level two opportunity. Yeah? yeah. And that's the game. And don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be afraid to innovate. Don't be afraid to become somebody different. And if you're gonna grow like Chris is gonna grow, because the reason I asked him that question, he's now sat here as the head honcho of the um, board table. You know, the version of Chris six months ago, it has to be a different man today. You know, if his business is a seven figure business, he can't be operating it like a tradesman. He can't be operating it like a general manager. He eventually has to operate it like an MD. And then eventually he's gonna to have to operate it like a CEO. And at the point that the turnover outgrows Chris's ability to manage that business is the time where it becomes a challenge. So your challenge, Chris, is keep growing the sales and the business, but you've got to keep leveling up as a business yeah. person and learning all of the things that you need to keep in control of that operation. You've got to actually try and grow faster um, than the business and make sure again that, you know, I'm here today to come and see you and to come and um, do um, you know some deep dive into the business, but you're looking for people that have got the experience to help fast track your knowledge to point out the things that you need to look for. You know that's why you have a mentor. That's why you have a coach. That's, yeah, that, and ultimately that's what's given us like given me a lot of confidence. Yeah. in a lot of the decisions I've made. In fact, some of the best decisions I've made um, are off the back of a mentoring session or a coaching yeah. session where you really sit down and you, and you work it through. So. Um, off the coaching is where they just leverage your own information and the mentoring mm. with you and, and Chris is yeah. where we actually, you, you guys talk from experience. Yeah. And off both of those sessions, then usually action happens immediately afterwards mm -hmm. and, and they're great decisions. So um, yeah, if without those touch points, then ultimately you can start going down the wrong path. So yeah. I think you and I haven't touched, touched base for a little while properly. So I, think I know, excellent. But also it's great because we've got to have something to go back on. Yeah. If you're touching base, too frequently, then if there's nothing to advise on, there's nothing to advise on. Like this morning has been great because you've got something where we can improve. Mm. If you've got nothing to improve, then there's nothing to improve. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to have that growth period. We want to make some mistakes. Yeah. Business is, it, it's good to make mistakes in business. And those mistakes are ultimately where the lessons are learned um, to improve, you know, to. No business started super successfully. Every business starts by learning as it goes, but the ones that succeed and the ones that fail are the ones that um, get on top of the problems as fast as they possibly can and fix them. You know, there's too many businesses out there that just repeat the same problems every day and expect a different result. Don't know when the last yeah. time you checked, but... That doesn't work, fix itself, does it? <laughs> you got, yeah, you got to, and, and, and it frustrates me if you see the same people doing the same thing time yeah. and time again and complaining about results. Um, yeah, no, you've got, to, you've got to change it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm less afraid of making mistakes or, you know, you, you've just got to go and make those decisions and then um, and then course correct afterwards if, it, if it's not the right decision. So, um, yeah, otherwise you can just get held back. Yeah, yeah. If, you if, you don't take, if you don't take the risk, you, you're never going to get the reward. Yeah. Absolutely. So what's next for you then, champ? What's next is, uh, well, I've got... What's, know, this, what's this time next year look like, do you think? This time next year, I would... Um, we're hitting 3 million turnover. If we hit similar turnover next year, yeah. maybe even 5 million, something like that, 
but then it is, it is ruthlessly optimized mm. and and it, it just is a clear-cut success then that for me is a great yeah that, that's that's where i see the success um and on top of that the coaching business as well mm. which i will start to i'm really looking forward to, to you know giving back now the things that i've learned and been able to bring people on board mm. as well so uh, work with you a little bit as well and some yeah. of that maybe uh, <laughs> absolutely no, uh, um, so yeah the, so you want to be slightly bigger in terms of turnover but a much more optimized um, organization more efficient more streamlined yeah absolutely yeah we've we've got to this point and it's it's been you, you have to build and it gets chaotic yeah, yeah so absolutely. you can't have it mm. perfect from the beginning yeah so we've gone through the chaos bit and now we're just trying to clear away the noise and, and get ourselves really optimized mm. so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward we've got some software coming out um i know we're probably pinning a lot of hope on this software but i do genuinely believe it's going to yeah. revolutionize how we how we operate fantastic so yeah amazing and look chris has done so well um with his business and he's got so um into personal development that we run a program called trade coach and as the trade mastermind expands, we're looking for successful business owners that have come, you know, all the way up through um, the ranks at the trade mastermind to then give back and support and help and coach other businesses. So Chris is now a fully qualified trade mastermind trade coach, and um, I'm excited to see you That's give back and share your knowledge yeah. <laughs> and help and give advice and give guidance because you know the journey that you've been on is a journey that many people watching this video are going to go on. And um, yeah, you know, Chris is the prime example of what can be achieved if you um, commit, put in hard work, put your money where your mouth is, because money, business growth costs money, um, not being afraid to take a leap of faith and be prepared to make a change. And if you do that, you know, this is what success looks like. And maybe I'll be sat with you one day having a coffee on your boardroom table, or it might be Chris. Be me. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, mate. Fantastic. So proud of what you've achieved no, and you. I'm looking forward to the next 12 months. Yep. Yep. And thank you. Cause, um, yeah, you, you created this trade mastermind and, um, you know, I don't know how you saw the how you saw it going, but you you went from you know with what happened at Impra yeah. to to building what you've done, and um, and you know like I said I've said this before you know we have done the hard work, but mm. it, it, we literally would not be here if it wasn't for what you put in yeah. place. So very Excellent. very grateful for that. No, um, really I'm glad to be like I, I feel like we're actually building a, a net our you know network and mm. and uh, you know this is something that's going to be good in the future and will be yeah I don't know. Uh, back in Marbella again because me and Chris have been to Marbella together yeah it's funny I mean just sitting back and I remember you know I can still see you on that first event behind your laptop and your brain was going Jesus Christ you know I knew that you kind of just tapped into this information and you just got it immediately it was like whoa now I know what I need to do and then to fast forward to be sat here and it's like each idea creates the next idea like that one course that made you come or that one decision for you to come is what created this. Without that one decision to say, I'm gonna go to a webinar, or I'm gonna go to a free training day, I'm gonna go and see, you might still be doing what you were doing before and now we're sat in here having this conversation and again, I didn't know I was gonna be sat here, you didn't know you were gonna be sat here um, and every day it's just, you know, we're just stepping into a new a new version of what's being created and it's very very exciting to see it's going doesn't it yeah excellent yeah, yeah. so that's the trip at kimball tech coming to a close for today thank you chris 
Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Rebecca. Well done to you guys. You've absolutely smashed it. And listen, guys, make sure you go and give Chris a follow at... Uh, Mr. Chris Sadler. And give the team a follow at... At Kimbletech. At Kimbletech. Excellent. Fantastic. Guys, if you've enjoyed this video, please make sure you follow, you subscribe. And if you want to join the Trade Mastermind and do what Chris and the Kimbletech team have done, then make sure you go to our website, www.trademastermind.co.uk and follow the steps from there.